on? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. How are we doing on a Monday? Today is the 3rd, October 3rd, 2022. What's going on out there? How are you? How's your week so far? How were your bets this weekend? Uh, boy, our bets were not uh, fantastic. We're going to recap the uh, weekend picks. Friday, Saturday, Sunday gave out seven picks for the weekend. I uh, actually gave out nine picks. What am I talking about? Two and seven on the weekend. Not a great weekend. But look, as we talked about before, being a professional sports better, being a winning sports better, doesn't mean you go 10-0 every weekend. And it doesn't mean, you know, more more realistically, that you go 3-2, and 5-4 and four every weekend. You're going to have ups, you're going to have downs. I mean, we've been doing very well as of late. You look at uh, September as a whole, August, you know, leading into the hockey season, NFL season. I'm feeling great about where we're at right now. Yes, had a 2-7 and seven weekend, but uh, overall, you know, that, that, that's okay. It's going to happen. I, I've said this time and time again. I will have plenty of two and seven runs. I'll have more seven and two runs, but you're going to find this. And actually, we did a show about this a couple weeks ago. It may be worth refreshing. The idea of numbers, right? It's funny. Working in math, working in probability, talking to other mathematicians, it's amazing how wide a gap there is from understanding math and then what the average person thinks about about numbers and about math and about expectations. And really, if you ask the average person, you know, if I say to the average person, that I go on average, if I'm betting minus 110 games, 55 and 45, they're going to think that looks like I have five and four weekends all the time. When in reality, I'm going 12 and three, then I'm going two and seven, then I'm going 10 and two, then I'm going two and eight. Like that's what it looks like. The idea of super consistent, super normal, super stratified, that's not legitimate. That, that's what most people think of, but that's not true. And the, the example I give with that is I know this is not necessarily apples to apples, but it's an example of what people who might not be super educated with it with mathematics think about a the law of numbers and b what expectations should look like when you have a data set. So the the story that I always tell is a group of students from Caltech. This was back in the seventies. Were a part of. Uh, an experiment that some professors were doing. And the professors were trying to figure out roulette. Could they beat roulette? Was there an approach to roulette? Could they do it? And keep in mind, this is back in the 70s before there were all kinds of measures to make sure roulette couldn't be taken advantage of. There were all kinds of bad wheels and inconsistencies that you could spot in any roulette wheel in the 70s. So these professors sent a whole bunch of students to track the roulette spins. Right, So the students would sit there and go, okay, red 23, black 20, black 7, red 11, all these, right? And just go through the spins. Well, it didn't take very long for these students to be like, boy, it's boring as hell. Let's just make these stats up and go have fun in Vegas, right? <laughs> so what they did was the students went to the hotel room and they fabricated the roulette spins. So they wrote down, you know, uh, red 23, black 10, red, black, red, red, black, red, black, black, red, right? And it didn't take these professors long at all to realize this was fabricated, fake information. Now, how did the professors know this almost immediately and the students thought they'd gotten away with something scot-free? It's because the professors know what I'm teaching today, which is the law of numbers says, even if anything is 55-45 over the long run or whatever you know, red and black is supposed to be 50-50 over the long run, you're going to get a lot more chopped up, one-sided, waves of stats that people don't expect, right? For me, a professional sports better, I expect to have plenty of two and seven runs, plenty of seven and two runs, right? Just like in roulette, if you work, if you understand mathematics or maybe you're a roulette dealer right, or a pit boss, you know, you're going to get a lot of nine and one run, uh, runs for black. You're going to get a lot of times where red hits 15 in a row. 
that doesn't change anything. It doesn't change that we're expecting to hit red 50% of the time. Well, 48.5 with the greens, but you get my point here, okay? What we're what we're talking about is the students had way too much red, black, red, black, red, black, red, 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 black, 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 red, right? The students didn't understand the concept we're talking about today, that you're going to get a lot of blacks in a row. You're going to get a lot of reds in a row. The professors expected to see 25 a run of 25 where there's 18 reds, then another run of 25 where there's 19 blacks. That's what real data looks like from the real world, from actual applicable things. Okay, so that story I always tell, just to bring everyone back to the idea of we're not going to go 5-4 and four every weekend. We're going to have some 7-2s. We're going to have some 2-7s. and sevens. Stick with it. I know it may be demoralizing, especially if you're new to the show, right? You're like, oh, pro- professional better. He's going to get out picks in the weekend. This is awesome. And then the 2-7 and seven run. Now, a lot of new people go, ah, it's this, this, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. He's easy. You know, it's, it's, I get that. But really, that, 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 you should want the honesty, the transparency. You shouldn't want these Twitter accounts or these touts that only give a certain amount of information. You know, later in the week, we're going to talk about CBS Sportsline and how they sell picks and how they give picks out. It's like, you'll notice on their website and other websites that sell picks, what you'll see advertised under a lot of the pickers is like, so-and-so is 29-5 and over their last 34 NBA games, or they're 16-3 and their last 19 totals. It's like, why aren't we displaying lifetime records? (laughs) Why are we focusing on the last 25 games? Oh, it's because they're not really winning sports betters and you're trying to pull something over eyes, right? So that's a discussion for a different day. But in general, understand that you're going to get a lot. Math is weird. Math is so funny. You know, people have expectations walking up to a roulette table. It should be red, black, red, black, red, black. How often have you been in Vegas and either you or one of your friends pass a roulette table and go, oh my God, bro, 10 blacks in a row. Now, here's what's funny. You see 10 blacks in a row, you can either convince yourself of doing one of two things. We got to bet black. Got to bet black. Why? Well, because black's hot. Black's at 10 in a row. Or we got to bet red. Got to bet red. Like, it's due. It It doesn't change anything. The next roll is still 50-50, despite of whatever you see up there, wanting to bet red or black. And your preconceived ideas driving you to make that bet are just completely false in the first place. So uh, before we get back to the weekend, breaking down our games, I do want to put one more thing in there with that caveat. I've had a mathematical, theoretical argument with one of my buddies before about this, and I have my answer for roulette. So a quick little little 30-second minute detour here. If you pass roulette table in Vegas and you see it's been, let's say, 25 reds in a row, what should you do? And I believe theoretically there is a correct answer here. So you can pause, you can think about it, you can discuss it with whoever you're with, but I'll get to it now. What I believe the correct answer to be, if you've seen 25 reds in a row, I believe the correct move is to actually bet red. And here's why. Worst case scenario and the expected scenario is the odds haven't changed. It's still the normal odds that we can calculate that we expect for roulette. So by betting red, we're just having a normal bet. There's nothing There's nothing that we're risking in addition to anything else aside from just making a normal roulette bet. So if you understand the math, you understand the risk, and you're willing to make a red bet, and there's really no, no upside or downside, fine. Worst case scenario, you've got your average normal roulette bet. But in a best case scenario, maybe for some weird reason, there's a 0.0001% chance that for some reason this wheel has a bias towards red. Maybe some of the groove, maybe three or four of the grooves that the ball hits off of on, on, the, on the actual wheel are a little dull. Maybe one's a little flatter than the others. Maybe there's a reason why it's red. So that's why, just a quick little detour there, if you do in Vegas see there's a bunch of you know reds in a row, you want to actually theoretically, based on math theory, 
you do, I believe, want to bet red again because, as I said, worst-case scenario, it's a net-net, really no loss at all, just a normal bet. Best-case scenario, you've gotten some. So, all right, that's a <laughs> quick little roulette detour there. Uh, let's go over our actual picks one game-by-game uh, uh, game before we wrap up today. Friday, we gave out two, uh, three picks. We gave out AFC Bournemouth in the Premier League. Uh, AFC covered with the plus a half or double chance. We gave out Ole Miss in college football, minus seven. They won by five. And then we gave out a teaser, Philadelphia and Denver. Philadelphia did their work. The Denver Broncos couldn't cover adding the six points to the spread. So one and two on Friday. Saturday, we gave out three more games. And, and just so you know, we actually gave out four games on Saturday, but the Ole Miss game we gave out on Friday. So while it was still available on Saturday, we gave out a game. I'm not going to count that for two losses, just like I would never count it for two wins. So, you know, if I have a game that I give out on Friday, because Friday we try and jump ahead of the lines, right? Try and beat some line moves. If I give out a line Friday and the line hasn't moved Saturday, I'm going to repeat that bet. I'm going to let everyone who hasn't heard the Friday show let, you know, know about the bet. And I'm going to reiterate for the, uh, the people who listen on Friday, hey, this is a play, this is still a go, and the line is still available. So I'm always going to repeat bets that are still there. We're not going to double count them. So Saturday, we gave out uh, three new bets. We gave out the Atlanta Braves. Uh, that one, we gave out Texas Tech plus seven and a half. That did not win. And we gave out uh, the Wolves, Wolverhampton Wonders, plus a half double chance in the Premier League. And they did not cover. So one and two Friday, one and two Saturday, heading into Sunday, two and four. And we had an O oh and three Sunday. We had a teaser. Oh, wait. I counted that one. See? <laughs> hey, we went two and six on the weekend. Hey, things are getting better already. <laughs> I double counted a teaser. Uh, they, we gave that teaser out on Friday. So we counted that as Friday's loser, the uh, Denver-Philadelphia teaser. We also gave out the Detroit Lions minus three and a half against Seattle. Boy, was that wrong. And then we gave out the New York Mets. Come on out and meet the Mets. So that means an 0-2 Sunday. And again, just to be clear about that, if that's a little fuzzy on what I'm talking about, I give these picks out on Friday, if not earlier in the week. If I've already given a pick out, I'm going to count it once on the show, the first time I give it out. So for today's podcast, on Friday's show of last week, I counted... Uh, AFC Bournemouth, Ole Miss, and then the Denver Philly teaser. Okay, so Sunday when I give out the, the, when I give out the Denver Philly teaser again, lines haven't moved. I'm not going to count it again. Okay, that may be repetitive. I just want to make sure everyone's on the same page there. So uh, one and two Friday, one and two Saturday, O oh and two Sunday, two and six overall on the weekend, and that's not horrible. I mean, come on, if you guys are going to DM you know, my Twitter account, which is at sbd underscore pod for a goddamn two and six weekend, you gotta you gotta figure it out, man. It's not. I mean, look, it's not winning. We'll be back. What does uh, Chris Farley say in that old Saturday Night Live sketch where he's uh, being Mad Foley? Mad Foley, we got to get your back on the right track. <laughs> we'll try that next week. But uh, yeah, anyway, stay tuned. Tuesday, Wednesday, got some good shows coming up. And lots happening this week. Soccer's back. Hockey's back in a few weeks. The, this is the time of the year where the bi- I mean, the work never stops. These So much handicapping to be done. And a lot of picks coming up, too. So, anyway, 2-6 and six on the weekend. Hopefully, you all out there had a better weekend. Stay tuned tomorrow. Uh, nice little Concept Tuesday coming up about, uh, I think we were talk- talking about DraftKings. So, either way, good luck whatever you have going on today or tonight. Uh, Monday Night Football, cash a ticket. And we'll talk to you tomorrow. Sports Better Daily. <laughs>